the top three biggest mistakes that people make with online dating? Oh, big, huge one on not being themselves because they're afraid of um, being rejected. And that means that there's something wrong with them. Um, Another big, huge one is uh, as a woman thinking that men think the same way as you. The sun is coming up, are you ready to go? It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist, excited to welcome you on the road to self-love. Each week, I'm going to be joined by a very special guest in my car as we travel, literally and figuratively, on the road to self-love. We're going to have very candid conversation about life, self-love, business, and so much more, all with the goal of giving you the tools that you need to learn how to love yourself I hope you're ready, so let's get buckled up, because here we go. Oh, hey, self-lovers. Welcome back to another episode of The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you-do-you activist. Pretty freaking honored and excited to have you here, per usual. But you already knew that, didn't you? I mean... I do say it every single time, and I mean it every single time. Now, before we hop into this episode, I'm just curious, have you taken me up yet on that free seven-day trial of self-love on demand yet? Have you downloaded the app? Have you introduced yourself into the community? Have you joined one of the live weekly calls where clearly we have a dance party, clearly we talk about amazing magical things like projecting a silver lining onto anything, how to communicate your needs and wants and feelings, so many other empowering things like finding your community, stepping into your worth, expanding your reach. I mean, anything that the community wants me to talk about, I talk about it. And then I give us opportunity to connect. It is probably the most favorite thing that I've ever done in my life. Besides this podcast, of course. If I could just do this podcast and just hang out with all of you in self-love on demand all day and not worry about any of the chores that Richard makes me do or having to walk Hatcher, although like I can walk Hatcher and hang out on my phone in self-love on demand, clearly. And uh, if you have no idea who I'm talking about, Hatcher is my mini golden doodle puppy, although he is two years, is he still a puppy anymore? And uh, Hatcher is, no, and Richard is my husband. (laughs) Oh man, well, before I just go down a rabbit hole of telling you my entire life story, let's talk about today's episode. Um, And just a gentle reminder, this is the last episode that I'm going to be releasing of this show through the middle of May, because in the next couple of weeks, over the next six weeks actually, I'm going to be releasing episodes of podcasts that I've been on. This is going to give me the opportunity to take a little breather, take a little pause, take a little breath around producing the show and making sure that the content that I'm really delivering is exactly what I want to be doing. I think this is the perfect time for that. And also just to showcase me, (laughs) you know, this is my show. I get to do what I want to do and this is what I want to do because my message is really important. I feel it and I know you do too. So I just want to share it more and more and more and more and this is how I'm going to do it. So, with that being said, today I'm joined by Miss Amy May, aka at the Sassy Single Lady. Now, I met Amy at a James Wedmore conference, and if you don't know who James Wedmore is, he is a business mentor, and I'm going to be airing the episode that I was on of his very, very soon 
on that little series that I was just telling you about. And I was at an influencer event with him and Amy was there and she stood up and she introduced herself. And I was like, that girl gotta have her on my show because she is talking about something really important. And you know what that is? Online dating. I know online dating. It's the wave of the future. They say, I mean, six years ago, I met Richard on OkCupid. I don't even know if anyone uses OkCupid anymore. I don't know if there's a swipe right or swipe left on that nonsense. However, what I do know is that Amy knows how to maximize online dating and make it fun and fresh and exciting for all of us. So if that sounds like something that you're into, first things first, make sure to follow her at the Sassy Single Lady. And secondly, Keep on listening to this episode. All right, let's get buckled up and get ready because here we Welcome back to The Road to Self-Love. It's your boy, Paul Fishman, self-love coach and you do you activist here today with Amy May, who is an online dating expert. And I am so excited that you are here in the road, on the road with us today because so many people in my community struggle with online dating. And I, at one point, struggled with online dating, but then I got lucky and met my (laughs) husband. But I'd love for you, because self-love is all about just loving yourself and giving yourself permission to show up as you truly want to, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Like, how do you want the people to know you? Um, Hi, (laughs) I'm Amy May, and um, like Paul said, I'm an online dating expert, and... Uh, I struggled with online dating for uh, seven, eight years until I just decided to let go and have fun with it. And I met um, the man of my dreams and we've been together for 14 months now. We're in love and there's been a whole other set of struggles with that, but it's also been the most amazing and exhilarating experience. And uh, my purpose is I want to teach you frustrated single women or men too, um, just how to have fun with online dating and how Mm. to truly be yourself and, um, so that you can meet and fall in love with your soulmate. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. I'm all about a soulmate moment, even though I believe that I am my own soulmate, but so I swipe right on myself. Oh yeah. So Tell me, like, you were online dating for seven years before yes. you... Oh, wow. So so you mm-hmm. must have been through a lot. You yes. must have been through a lot. So tell me, like, when when was that moment where you're just like, wow, I need... I wish that I had someone to show me the ropes and I'm going to be that person. Um, I actually had somebody, like, not an expert, show me or get me out of my own head um, last year. So I was just so fed up and so frustrated. I was, uh, I had met a guy online and he couldn't keep a date. Mm, And um, I was just so frustrated. We would have loose plans and I would try to finalize them. And then he would be like, I don't feel like it. I'm tired. And then I would be like so mad. And I finally just ended it with him. He, three strikes, he was out. So um, I had a friend, a coworker actually, I was working at Starbucks at the time. Just say, Amy, I'm taking your online dating site and we're just going to have fun. We're going to flirt and talk to men and we're going to find you a good guy. And uh, she's actually the one who initiated talking to the guy I met. And Mm. um, 
And so just letting go and like having fun and having someone to show you and like help you get out of your own head allowed me to find my person. And uh, that's what I want to do for you all. That's so beautiful. I love it. So, so what, so I would just, I'm just curious. Can you tell like some of your horror stories of online dating? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Horror stories. Um, a little, can you relate moment if you will? Yeah. Um, I met a guy who wouldn't really leave his house or he would come over to my house. Um, this is a do not do. I met him by driving out to his house and meeting him there. Don't do that. <laughs> um, and like the first time we actually like ate out was through a drive through and uh, horror story there. Cause like I'm a bit of a homebody, but that was a bit too much. It was just boring and I, it wasn't a happy and good relationship. It wasn't a happy meal. No, it was not a happy meal. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so I heard a couple of things that you said are like big red flags. You yeah. said that meeting someone at their house instead of in a public place is Correct. a red flag. Yep. Um, and and then also like the level of excitement in the actual date. So this is interesting because I, I asked my uh, community, I said, what questions do you have for Amy? And I got the same question, but ver- verbalized in three different ways of how do I know if I can trust the guy that I'm talking to on the other end of these apps? Okay. So there's a few things. If a guy wants your number right away without initiating any kind of conversation on the app and the, or they ask for your Snapchat or um, I got something I haven't heard of the other day, uh, Hangouts. I have guys hit on me on Instagram all the time. I don't know what it is about Instagram, but men still hit on me and I say I'm not single. Oh, well, <laughs> but um, if they're asking for that, that means like they're looking for one thing or they might be not be who they say they are. Or they're just looking for a little some some as I phrase it. Um, that's one thing. If they're asking for like a Snapchat or even like a phone number right away without even like trying to get to know you through the dating app first. Um, I've noticed that that's when guys are asking for inappropriate photos of you and, or sending you inappropriate photos and just not respecting your space. That's number one. Uh, number two, um, really trust your gut. Um, and how I can really tune into what my gut is saying is after I've been messaging a guy for a while and we've exchanged phone numbers, get on the phone with them. I know with a lot, at least with me in the beginning of my online dating journey, I was afraid to talk to people on the phone. And so I avoided it. And when I started talking to people on the phone, I could tell if, um, I was attracted to the guy or if he was who he said he is. Like you can tell a lot by hearing someone's voice versus by just reading what they're saying. Like in my example um, of how I met my guy, like somebody else was on my online dating profile initiating messages with guys. You don't know who the other person is on the other end when you're um, typing something. But when you're talking to somebody, it's it's an actual person. Or even if you feel comfortable, do like a video chat 
um, through like either through the phones or um, another way like Facebook Messenger or something. Mm. Um, if you get on a video, like you see the actual person, and then you can trust them. Mm. I like those things. I I think it's funny though that you um, at, were having someone else message for you. Um, but that's really cool that you from there were able to pull in the idea that maybe that's why getting on the phone is really important. I like that. I think that in this, like what I like to call the Amazon prime age where we want to swipe right. And then we want to, you know, see them immediately in person. That might not always be the smartest thing to do. No, it's not. And I also, um, I would be talking to a guy for at least a week or two before I met them in person. Mm. Um, and the longer it took, uh, for, for me and my current man with just where I was, um, I was working two jobs, working like 50, 60 hours a week with a crazy schedule. We didn't meet for, uh, at least a month after we started talking. Uh, but we started talking on the phone after about like a week or two of mm. messaging and, um, and the more time you spend talking with somebody and getting to know somebody, the more you can trust them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So another question that we got was, let's say first date is just like a total disaster, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but you're thinking, oh, well, maybe I should give him another shot. Is Do you have like a rule around how many tries is, is too many or not enough? Or like, should, if you're feeling like intuitively or your gut saying, hey, this isn't right, like blowing him off after the first date, is that okay? Um, I, I've actually done that. Well, I had one like really bad disaster date where a guy, um, brought another girl to our table. We were at a coffee shop and started like talking and a little bit flirting with her. And, um, I was a bit of a people pleaser at that point in my life. This was, uh, like several years ago. And, um, I stayed cause I was afraid to leave and, but I never talked to him again like that, something like that. No, don't it's that date's a dud. But, um, I actually, before I met my, my current boyfriend, I went out on a date with a guy and I didn't feel anything, but he's now one of my really good friends. And Mm. I was just honest and said, you know what? I'm not really, um, I'm not really interested in a relationship, but I really enjoy talking to you. And, um, I don't feel this spark, but I became friends with them. So what I would say is if a date is a dud, but maybe you enjoy talking to them, like you can give them another chance just kind of have fun with it Mm, okay so then tell us like how do you have fun with it like what if like because I I noticed like from you and I talking and me Mm -hmm. like looking at some of your Instagram posts like the the tendency is that we tend to get into our heads like Mm -hmm. you know making the list they have to match all the lists they have to be a certain height a certain weight make a certain amount of money like afford a certain type of ring and all that kind of stuff if they don't meet that it's it's they're they're out like how do you release those really like intense guidelines and just have fun so um I actually got rid of my list I had you know a crazy list like I wanted somebody who was taller than me who um worked a lot who was a Disney fanatic who um 
I don't even remember half of what was on my list, but like just all these details. And then I realized like what is really important for me for a relationship is not all the external factors, but it's the internal. Mm -hmm. I want somebody who I can feel connected with. I want somebody who, uh, when we have a fight or if I'm, Having a, like an emotional like meltdown, is somebody going to know how to handle me? Is, are we going to be able to connect and work through things together? Um, and when I let go of the external list and just went with what my gut and my heart was telling me, I was able to meet my guy and um, he actually has all those little external things that I had before. But except for the Disney thing, but he said he'll go with me one time. <laughs> and, and then so you're going to okay. make him fall in love with it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Get him to do it one time. <laughs> then we can go more. But um, I was able to find like everything that my heart desired, like everything clicked. But when I let go of having that list when I was going out on a date, it allowed me to be open to meeting like so many different types of people and to um, learn how to foster connection with almost anybody. Oh, say more about that. Like fostering connection with almost anybody. Um, I learned just to be open and to, um, ask questions. Um, one of the things I do, I had a list of questions. Like if I, I think I'm going to change some of them, but, um, like I would ask people, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? And I, since learned that most guys take that in a sexual way, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't mind having it answered that way, but, uh, it was just a question I had, or, um, just asking like, where is some place you want to travel to? Um, just something that they're, they may not be expecting on that date, like asking and facilitating a conversation and, getting people to think and then also just having fun is doing something different Mm. um i used to always want to go like do dinner in a movie which that's still my jam i love it but i date myself my guy doesn't like to go out and do the movie thing so i do it myself and it's fine um but uh, like going out going mini golfing going bowling going to an arcade um something where you can do an activity together or even going for a walk outside um, and enjoying nature, just doing something like different to where you can have a conversation and like can have fun and laugh. Mm. So I love that. What do you think uh, are like the top three biggest mistakes that people make with online dating? Oh, big, huge one on uh, not being themselves because they're afraid of um, being rejected. And that means that there's something wrong with them. Um, Another big, huge one is uh, as a woman thinking that men think the same way as you. And so you're putting, you're not communicating the way that a man would think. Like men are very uh, visual creatures. So they are looking, they're looking at your picture and deciding like based on your picture or uh, in your profile, uh, can you create like an image or when you're uh, texting using emojis, like they mean more to a guy because they're seeing it. Whereas as women, like we tend to 
like words more. Like I definitely prefer words rather than um, actions when it comes to my relationship. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, that, that, it's funny <laughs> because I was thinking in the sense of that and like I used to hate emojis. Like I thought it was such a cop out. Yeah. Um, it's just like, come on, use your words. But then now I'm like all about an emoji life. <laughs> yes, exactly. So those are, yeah. And so when it comes to like not being yourself, like, and well, the thing that I heard though, that this audience in particular might struggle with is the like knowing that men like pictures. Right. And what if you're too scared to put up a picture of yourself? Um, just go for it. Just go for <laughs> Just it. Just go for it. Um, I was the girl, um, I've struggled with my weight my entire life. Same. Um, and I, I started online dating like this size and then I lost uh, 70 pounds and I was still online dating and then I gained the weight back and just dealing with that. And, um, I decided to put comfort over my appearance so for me, I am more comfortable wearing a bikini than I am. And I hate one piece swimsuits. And I used to wear tankinis because I was afraid of showing off my stomach. And that's where my weight is. I'm like a man in that way. Like my weight is in my stomach. Um, and I just decided to wear a bikini and nobody has ever said anything to me in public mm. I've never been um I've never been fat shamed in my adult life and it was all in my head um just being afraid to put myself out there and to put photos of me out there like I've not um I did a lingerie shoot last year actually and I put those pictures online and everybody responded with such a positive um like applauding me, like saying, you're so brave. You're so beautiful for putting yourself out there. And I was in my biggest size and, um, I was struggling with, I was struggling with that cause I wasn't feeling like healthy, right. um, at that point in time. But now I am like, I've been taking care of my body, but the weight hasn't changed and I don't know if it's going to, but I'm okay with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had to pull over. I had to check in. Have you joined Self Love On Demand yet? Have you gone to selfloveondemand.com yet and signed up for the free seven-day trial? I mean, if you haven't, what are you waiting for? (laughs) It's really like a win-win for you and for me because I get to get to know you better. You get to join us inside the community. You get to experience one of our live calls. You get to meet all these amazing people. And if after seven days it doesn't feel like your vibe, you don't have to stay. But if you want to stay, you can stay. And believe me, a lot of you, a lot of you are going to stay. And a lot of you have been staying. Because there's something about community that I can't really explain other than, especially in a time when it feels kind of uncertain, community is key. And we got to stay connected, even if it is just virtually. So head to selfloveondemand.com to find out more and to get in on that free seven-day trial. All right, let's get back into the episode. Mm, love that so much. Well, I think now is the perfect time for us to play our first road trip game. Okay. And um, I would love to play a game that I just created for this mm-hmm. called Swipe Right or Swipe Left, okay? Mm-hmm. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of like share like 
uh, stereotypical like dude archetype. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know if you would swipe what right or swipe left. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and confirming swipe right is yes and swipe left is no, right? Yeah. Okay, great. I haven't been on the online <laughs> yeah. for such a long time. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so lives at home with his parents. Ooh. First thing. Wait, <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I would swipe right. Okay. Um, has a six-figure paying job. Uh, swipe right. Um, doesn't have a driver's license. Ooh. Oh gosh. Um. I would swipe. I would still swipe right. You're forgiving. I, love I this. am. <laughs> um. Just. Uh, just. Uh, Sends you sexy text messages before talking on the phone. Uh, left. Swipe left. Mm, okay. <sighs> um, has kids. Swipe right. Has a dog. Swipe right. Has a cat. Swipe left. I'm allergic. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, doesn't like Disney. Oh, gosh. Oh. Swipe left. Oh, wow. Well, thank, thank goodness your, your guy didn't, didn't talk about that before. No. I love that. Well, thanks so much for playing that yeah. fun game with me. Okay, so now we know that you don't like cats, so I'm not sure how I feel about you anymore. Just kidding. Oh, it's okay. Um, and so I'd love to know, what is your favorite, like, online app? Like, how do you decide? There are so many. Um, so I met my guy through Tinder. I'm, I'm a fan of the free apps. I've done the paid ones. I've done, I did Match, I did uh, Christian Mingle, because I grew up conservative Christian, and that's out the window now, so, (laughs) Um, and I did eHarmony. If you're going to pay for an app, eHarmony, I found, gave me the best, like, matches, but they were just really long distance, Mm. Um, at least for who I was looking for, and, um, yeah, who my matches were. They happen to be long distance. So that was a meh. So what about like, I hear a lot about like Hinge and Bumble. Like, what do you think about those apps? For me personally, I haven't, I didn't have any success with Hinge or Bumble. Um, but I know people who have. Uh, my sister met her uh, significant other on Hinge. My cousin met her husband on Hinge. Um, so... I think it depends on um, how many or, or what kind of friends you have on Facebook with Hinge. Um, mm. And at that, when I was using that app, I didn't have very many Facebook friends because I was doing a bit of a social media detox at that point. And I uh, pretty much just had family mm-hmm. and some of my core friends from high school then uh, people that I was in some kind of like, um, like health program with who were around the country. And so it wasn't really effective for me because I didn't have 
very many, um, very many friends. But if you have a lot of friends, it can def it can probably definitely help you meet somebody, like it did for my sister and my cousin. Mm. So. What I hear a lot is that, uh, I've tried online dating and it's just like, it never works out. I get off the apps and then I want to meet someone in real life, not online. And that doesn't work out. So I get back on the apps and it doesn't work out. Like, how do you break the cycle? How do you, how do you like, what, what, are, what's missing from all these people who are having such a horrible time on the apps? I think what's missing is how how you're presenting yourself online and um it depends on what problems you're having with online dating what i've noticed with men men tend to have a harder time than women with online dating mm. and it's because a lot of women aren't responding to them and i've heard a lot about uh women scamming men um really i yeah i was shocked um my my boyfriend was telling me and um the, uh, the another guy I met online who is now one of my good friends and we talk about it and it's just women who are looking for money or um, yeah women who are looking for money or women who are um, basically prostituting themselves on Snapchat trying to get men to send them money mm. uh, that way um, I've heard a lot about that so um, and a lot of females are not messaging men and they're expecting men to message them. So men don't get a lot of messages, mm. um, from women and, um, and that goes both ways. Like I would always message men and I would only get a handful of responses, but I also had a lot of men messaging me and I've always been able to just find somebody that I felt comfortable going out with. Like every time I would try online dating, like either Tinder, um, I was on OkCupid, Plenty of Fish. Um, and then the paid sites I mentioned before, like I was always able to find somebody when I really wanted to find somebody for whatever reason. Um, but I, I totally get like I was hearing from my audience, they're frustrated because they're having these same conversations over and over again. They're having trouble finding men who aren't looking for just sex. Um, they're having trouble or they're, yeah, they're just feeling tired. And I think like part of, part of it is you got to spice up the conversation, like change up how you initiate a conversation, like message a man and bring something from his profile and make a comment about that. Something you like, um, Say something funny. Uh, I've noticed that men, a lot of men I meet are very sarcastic. And I'm not sarcastic by nature, but I'm learning. <laughs> um, but I think the reason why me and my guy met is because um, the girl who was messaging was being very clever and very funny with him. Like, And just to clarify with that story, she was only messaging him like three times. And she was talking to me and I was saying something. And then she turned it into something clever mm -hmm. and I told him right away like within a day I said oh by the way that was my coworker, and so <laughs> so is that yeah. something that you offer through your coaching like basically like how to how to communicate with yeah oh cool yes and I am in the process of creating um like a freebie of just some good conversation starters to have online like good things that you can say something like clever you can say 
um, to initiate a conversation with the guy. And guys like it. The, the men I've talked to about online dating, they've all said they really like it when a woman reaches out to him because it takes the pressure off them feeling like they have to reach out and they're feeling rejected when women don't answer them. Mm, that is so cool. And I am all into that. Yeah. So let's say for, for example, like you're, you're online dating, you're, you're jumping through all the different apps. You've, you're kind of getting a couple of dates here and there, but you don't really, you're not really meeting the one. Like what, what do you think like the missing pieces? I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I'd love to really understand like if these people are exhausted with online dating, what's the number one thing that you would say you need to change? If you're feeling very frustrated and very exhausted, like take a little bit of a break from it. Like instead of, instead of like, going on the dating site, like every free moment of your day, every single day, like if you're, unless if you're with friends or something, like take a, take a day off or take a couple days off and just really, um, like get out. I've said this before, like get out of your head and, um, just really connect with, um, just who you are and what, um, and what, your soul is calling for you to do. Like take some time. Um, I'm a journaler, so I like to just journal out my thoughts and, um, that helps me like on my own, get out of my head and just really, um, pay attention to what my intuition is telling me. And, um, I just say like, have fun. Like I've gone out with guys that I haven't really been, initially attracted to um I would never judge somebody based on their appearance on an online dating site and um I found that I was more attracted to who a person was on the inside and I have this tendency and I think I'm lucky in it I I tend to see the good in people instead of the bad um and when I focused on, um, not looking at the external, but looking at the internal, I was able to make a connection with a guy. And then, um, you know, guy, most guys still like pay for dates. And I'm like, Hey, even if this date isn't what I thought it was going to be, at least I got a free meal. I got a free like outing and, um, I flirt, <laughs> you know, like I, I giggle, I laugh, I do like silly things. I was telling someone the other day, I was so nervous on a date once I played peekaboo with the guy. <laughs> um, and it became our inside joke. We ended up dating for a couple months and then, uh, he decided to move away for reasons unrelated to me. So it just didn't really work out, but, um, you just like have fun and like let loose and be silly, like go and like be silly, get out of your head. And I think most people appreciate that. Unless yeah. it, and if they don't, then they're not the right person for you. I like this. So I'm going to kind of like share my story with online okay. dating because okay. I met my husband through, on OkCupid. Okay. And I kind of did like everything that you said not to do. 
but like <laughs> it worked for me. So I just, okay. you know, like wanted to just paint a little picture. Um, so I had like horrible relationship after horrible relationship through online dating. And in the, in the gay world, it's a, it's a little bit, it's the same, but different, you know? Yeah. So I, I wrote a list of 58 things that I wanted in a partner. And most of them were like the complete opposite of all of the other, the things that all of my exes had that I just didn't like. So I wrote this thing. And then in seven days, I met my now husband and he was all of those things. So I just wanted to paint a picture that I did that and, and the list worked for me, but it didn't work for you. Right. Um, it didn't work for me when I was initially looking, but, uh, and I have since learned about like manifestation Mm -hmm. and spirituality. Mm -hmm. And I think like what I was doing is I put the, when I initially made a list I put the intention out to the universe and then I let it go. And, um, when I let it go and just trusted that I was going to meet somebody who I would be able to connect with. Um, like I was just blessed with most of the other things that were on my list. Um, So I think like having a list isn't necessarily a bad thing, but if having your list and having like so many specific things is preventing you from fully putting yourself out there and fully giving men a chance. Um, I read something in a, in a book uh, a few months ago that said when the, uh, like when a first date goes bad, like, and you're like, eh, I don't feel anything like give, give the guy like uh, a few chances. And, um, I have never fully practiced this, but there's this theory out there of, um, just dating people casually, like having like three guys in your rotation and just going out and having fun and then, uh, like assessing, seeing, okay, is this somebody who I feel a connection with? Mm. And, um, having more than one guy in your rotation, um, allows you to have fun and not, um, take a date so seriously because when you're, when you're super serious and when you're trying to, as a woman, control the relationship, it actually repels men. Huh. Interesting. I've, I noticed that in my, in my relationship because I tend to be, um, wanting to control, wanting to initiate everything. And, um, when I do that, he backs away because when somebody's pushing forward, the other person is like, you know, is trying to step back. But when you step back, the other person is forced to lean forward. Mm, I like that. That's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's time for our next road trip game. Yeah. And I play this game with <laughs> every single person who joins me on the road. Okay. We are going to play the classic game, Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay, but we're not going to play with humans. Have you ever played this game before? (laughs) I've heard of it. Okay, so basically I'm going to give you three ideas or concepts, and you have to choose one that you would make passionate love to, Mm -hmm. one that you would marry, and one that you would put in the ground, okay? Okay. So fuck, marry, kill, online dating, meeting in person, or being set up by a friend. Oh, 
Oh gosh. So that's a tough one. <laughs> I know. That's why I do. I would like so making passionate love, that would be like the Mary. No, that would no, be the fucking. That would be the fucking. I would fuck online dating. Okay. Um, I would, um, I would like marry meeting in person mm -hmm. and kill being set up. Oh, okay. You don't yeah. trust your friends, huh? <laughs> 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 oh man well thank you so much for indulging me with that yeah. so i just have a couple of more questions for you yeah. so uh i'm curious what does self-love mean to you oh that's a that's something i've been exploring for years <laughs> um for me it's putting yourself first and it's not just about um, like loving the way you look or like it's about taking care of every part of you because you care about yourself like you I, I, you know you like self-love is like you care about and take care of yourself no matter what mm. like no matter what circumstances you're in it's mm -hmm. like the unconditional love part of it Mm, I love that so much. And if people are like, oh my gosh, Amy, I need you to help me. I need you to, you know, teach me your ways. Like, where can people find you? How can they get uh, in touch with you? They can. The best way would be on my Instagram, um, which is the Amy May. Uh, May is spelled M-A-E. You can connect with me on there. I have um, a link to my website. I've got a link to, I have a Facebook group where you can just vent about all your online dating and share all your, uh, fun horror stories. And I say fun because I like to, even though they're, they may be sad, but they're funny <laughs> and you can just have like a camaraderie. And I, I go in there and I teach and I, uh, I teach little like uh, seminars. I go live. I do a, a free coaching Friday every Friday, where you can ask me anything, and I go live and answer. That's all in the Facebook group, and it's linked on my Instagram. That's awesome. I want free coaching Friday, even yeah. though I don't. I don't need need another date. Don't don't tell my husband <laughs> I want free coaching. So <laughs> that's great. Do you have any like final words for for the people? Oh, just know that you are not alone. Like if you're frustrated with the online dating space or you feel like uh, like it's never going to happen, it's never going to happen. Uh, it took me a little bit of time, but it's going to happen. You just have to have fun and trust the process. Thank you so much, Amy. This was so awesome. I'm so excited that um, I, you are now a resource for this community to learn how to love themselves through online dating. Um, and thank you so much for joining us on the road. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the road to self-love. It means so much to me that you show up every week to experience these transformative conversations and truly learn how to love yourself from all different points and aspects of life. 
Now, with that being said, I would be honored if you would be willing to rate and review the show. Better yet, if you subscribe and even share this podcast with one person, it will supply a massive domino effect of these messages reaching so many people who desperately need to hear these words. So if you feel like joining the self-love fam, do that right here and now. Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And most importantly, remember that you are worth it. You deserve it. And you are not alone. We'll see you next time on the road to self-love.